Whoever likes and shares this podcast will get a free fist bump. afternoon good evening welcome back to the end podcast i'm your host nisan naidu and uh man like what an off season it's already starting to become like i think it started like bef- like before the finals even ended with the zion thing um man like i know i'm like already getting into it but i think there's just been so much happening like usually after the championship things are a little quiet there's like some mediocre trades because everyone's kind of getting ready for the draft and, I mean, you know, we all know who's going number one this year. But, yeah, it's just been nuts, like, with the John Moran suspension and, you know, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, a lot more that I'll be talking about. But, you know, um, before I get in, into this podcast, like this podcast, share this podcast with whoever you want. Please get me, get me my likes, get me my views. I'm trying to get this thing off the ground. It's good to be back now that um, the university semester is finally over so I can get back into doing podcasts and uh next week i'll um i'll be doing a flash review because i haven't seen it yet uh i saw rise of the beasts yesterday and i'm just gonna quickly say right now it's a big hunk of mid especially that final act it's just very like eh, whatever it's actually not yeah it wasn't bad it wasn't good but yeah um yep follow me on twitter at niecemeister i'll leave a link down below and uh yeah let's just get straight into it um what didn't make the cut, and what I'll just briefly touch on, Jar's been suspended for 25 games. If you haven't heard about that, you're living under a rock. Yeah, you know, um, honestly, I thought it was going to be more if you had set the uh, the suspension at 30 games, or I probably would have taken the over. I said it'll be at least, I was thinking like 35. I think they're going to like, they're going to throw everything. But, you know, Adam Silver made his decision, and he's a he's a great commissioner, so... You know, it is what it is. I don't really want to talk about it too much because I think I said this last time. Uh, it diverts away from actual basketball, which is what the NBA is most fun, which is when the NBA is most fun. So, yeah, Jaws been suspended for 25 games. We'll see how that pans out. If it does, you know, hopefully he gets right and he comes back and, you know, performs at a all-star, all-NBA level. Draymond Green opted out of his um, contract. Yeah, he's going to stay. I think we all expect him to re-sign because I think this is his last real shot of getting a fat bag. And not fat in the sense of like, you know, $200 million, but uh, a decent amount for him. Uh, he's going to stay with the Warriors. We know this. If he does leave, he'll have to take a giant pay cut because he wants to win championships now. He's old. He wants to win championships. He doesn't want to be on rebuilding teams. Uh, you know, everyone's saying he might go to the Lakers. If he goes to the Lakers... It'll be at a huge uh, pay cut, a, a discount that I don't know if Draymond wants to take just yet. And, you know, I think the Warriors are going to try and make moves uh, surrounding maybe Jordan Poole. Because I don't know if they, clearly Jordan Poole and Draymond Green uh, can't, maybe not can't coexist, but it is affecting the team. Especially Jordan Poole, who was, who was so bad uh, last season. Anyway. Kyle Kuzma opted out. This is like the most mediocre news, but I like Kyle Kuzma a lot. So, uh, yeah, he's gonna he's leaving, and 
I don't know where he'll go. I hope he comes to he comes back to the Lakers. I think we could use him, a versatile wing who can score, you know, create his, create for himself. And, you know, he, he understands playing with LeBron and AD. He defends well when he actually decides to actually defend. He's super long, super quick, great feet, and a very good player. So, yep, that's what didn't make the cut. That's what's the – I'm going to try and make that like a whole section of the podcast, like uh, a bit of just touching over a few things. Now, the big news is Bradley Beal, uh, I don't know what – a few days back, I want to say Monday for us, so that would have been Sunday for, and I guess anyone, what what where this podcast will mainly be hit, um, but Monday in New Zealand, maybe Sunday, I don't know. Uh, Bradley Beal got traded to the Phoenix Suns for Chris Paul and Landry Shamit and a bunch of second round picks. That was a terrible idea for for both teams, honestly. Um. Everyone is clowning the Suns, and they rightfully should. Everyone is clowning the Wizards, and they rightfully should. People should be clowning the Wizards more because they got rid of another guy who I'll talk about after this. But they got, like, an aging Chris Paul who's probably going to get traded or bought out. And Landry Shamet, who's cool. I guess you, you know, throw him in there to make the money work as and also as a as a, a good business deal, maybe his expiring contract. They're like, hey, we'll take it on. And you get a bunch of second-round picks. I mean, Phoenix doesn't even have any first-round picks in the first place. Y- you're in rebuild mode, you know? Like, the, 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 the Washington Wizards, they need to be investigated because they suck. What are you doing with, you know, you're going to get rid of Chris Paul. You're going to get a bunch of second-round picks. you got to get some first-round draft picks, man. If you want to rebuild, you can't rebuild with second-rounders. You can't build actual competitive teams for second-rounders. And... I was listening to uh, Bomani Jones, and this is crazy. He is 42 years old, and in his lifetime, the Washington Wizards have never won 50 games. 50 games. Do you know how hard that is? You can't win 50 games? Come on now. That is terrible, especially a team that that had so much talent, you know, uh, throughout the years. The Gilbert Arenas teams that were losing to LeBron. uh, And you know what? Let me rephrase. You had decent talent. And then, you know, recently the John Wall, Bradley Beal years, but, you know, those got riddled with injuries and, and a bunch of other stuff. This is bad, man. If you if, if I'm a Wizards fan, like, I am not happy. Not happy at all. You need first-round draft picks if you want to compete. And this is the worst way to rebuild. Now, it also is... Bradley Beal, I guess, had a hand in it because he had a, na- a, a, a no-trade clause. Which, uh, for those that don't know, basically means you can't trade me without me telling you where I want. If I'm to get traded, I have to select a team I want to go to. Which, how the hell do you put that in Bradley Beal's contract? Now, Bradley Beal, he's nice. He's a bucket. I like watching him play. But the big criticism, and I've made this criticism as well, I don't. we've never seen Bradley Beal be the guy or not even the guy just yeah but he's never been the guy on winning teams he has had a lot of quote-unquote empty stats now i think a lot of it is the the front office who's you know made uh, they've made terrible decisions over the years but you also have to look at it as when bradley Beal was on that free me thing why not did you ever not just go to the front office and request a trade you know, why couldn't you have just done that? You could have done something, but I'm not going to speculate on that because that's not, you know, I'm not going to talk about what I 
I'm not going to talk too much about what I don't know, especially when it's on a, about a player like him. Or, you know, whatever. Uh, yeah, so the Phoenix Suns, terrible move. You need a point guard, and you got rid of your one, like, backup point guard slash shooting guy, Landry Shamit. And Chris Paul, who, you know, we kind of speculated was going to get um, traded anyway because he's old and he, he, he can't make it throughout the season. He can't play a full season and the playoffs. He has to kind of do one or the other. Now, they've got Cameron Payne, but Cameron Payne is only good when he's going left. So, uh, unless, you unless you know, Frank Vogel has a way to utilize that, this team is not going to be very successful. You already have Devin Booker. You have, when healthy, the be- like a, a, su- uh, um, a supersized Devin Booker, Kevin Durant. And then you have a poor man's Devin Booker in Bradley Beal. But none of those guys can play point guard. And none of those guys can defend really well. They only defend when they actually want to. Devin Book has actually become an underrated defender, in my opinion. Bradley Beal is not a good defender, only when he actually tries to defend. And Kevin Durant is just old, and he's not going to defend too much. And I'm surprised the Suns even managed to keep DeAndre Ayton. And we you know that drama's been going on for a long, long time. So uh, I don't know what's happening with that. I'll... You know, DeAndre Aiden, he's got to go, man. <laughs> he does not like being there. He wants to go. He had trouble with Monty. Monty had trouble with him. Now, they got rid of Monty, but I think Aiden is still... He's shown that he's just... I don't want to say mentally soft, but he's just not... In that team, he's just not there. He just doesn't want to be there. Now, the team has Frank Vogel as a coach, who is a great defensive coach, but when he's uh, when he's by himself or when he's alone... He can't coach offense very well. Frank Vogel is at his best when he when he is running the defense and he has a good assistant coach who can make offensive calls and, you know, draw up good offensive um plays. And the you know the twenty twenty Lakers. Jason Kidd was doing all the offensive stuff. Well majority of the offensive stuff and then Vogel was, you know, setting up our defense and he was phenomenal. He's such a good defensive coach. So where does Phoenix rank now? At best, at worst, they are probably the third best team in the West. At best, they are the second best team in the West. Because the one thing the West still needs to figure out, how do you stop Nikola Jokic? The league has not figured that out. Until someone figures out a way to stop Nikola Jokic, in my opinion, they are the best team in the West. And they are still, they are my... um very early favorite to win the thing win the whole thing again so until they figure that out this scheme is not going to work we've seen it so many times you can't you can't just go out there in a playoff setting and just look to outscore you need to defend you need to have actual plays you can't just out be out there running isos and you know trying to stack up as many points as you can you know you can't drop 149 and give up 150 that's not that's not winning basketball at all. We've seen it. That's not winning basketball. And we need to have a conversation about Kevin Durant. Because Shams, Shams or Woj, I think it might be Shams, is reporting that Kevin Durant had a phone call to Bradley Beal that convinced him to come over. Kevin Durant, bro, can you not win by yourself? Or can you not win with, like, do you need at least th- two other all-star, all-NBA players to win? Dude, that's not it, man. 
you this is this is bad. And I know you're old and all that stuff, but talent you can't just look. Kevin Durant now he always said I'm just a hooper. You also got to understand that you can't just bring a bunch of your friends who are hoopers, put them on a team, and be like, let's win. That's not how it works, you know. And this is, and also in to criticize Phoenix, this is probably the most extreme version of new owner syndrome, where a team gets new ownership and they want to make a big splash, so they trade for big fish. Or they make moves to acquire big fish and show, hey, we mean business. This dude, Matt Ishbia is his name, traded for Kevin Durant, traded away all their depth for Kevin Durant, and then traded what remains of their depth, or a little bit of what remains of their depth, which is not much, I will say. They have, like, next to no depth. And the shell of Chris Paul for Bradley Beal, who hasn't played 60 games since 2019. And we've seen it. The regular season matters. The regular season matters. Kevin Durant hasn't played 60 games. I don't know when the last time he played 60 games. You know, he he's only played 50 games once, and I think that was last two seasons ago when... um. That year, they got swept by the Celtics. I think he played 55 games then. The year before, they played 47. And I think he played, like, 35 games last season. So he's old, and he's broken. And that's not a knock. That is a fact. He's older, which means your body can't hold it the same. Because when you're a high-intensity player, you know, it takes a lot. And it, it takes a lot to get there. And it takes even longer to get back and recover from that with the older you get. So now you've got Bradley Beal, who I've said it before, is very injury prone and is also very ball dominant. You have Devin Booker, you have Kevin Durant, you have Bradley Beal. Kevin Durant is okay. You know, he can affect off the ball. He runs, he can come off pin downs. He can, you know, uh, set, a, set a few screens. Devin Booker, he can do that the same as well. But Bradley Beal was in a system where it was just him with the ball, especially once John Wall left, it was just give Bradley Beal the ball and let him do something. That's not... You know, he. I don't think he's ever had. It, he's he's not been in a situation where he's where he's had to be the third guy on a team. So, and a lot of eyes are going to be on him now because there's a lot of eyes on Phoenix with that level of talent. They are. They are the in, in terms of just talent, they have the best big three, in a league that doesn't have many big threes anymore. So they got to figure something out. And with the new CBA, they are that team is very limited in what it can do because over the next three years including this oh, I guess in, including uh, over the next four years including this year all three of those guys are in the top ten for highest paid players and with the new collective bargaining agreement there's they're gonna they can't do anything this is basically what they have for the next few years you know and unless KD asks for a trade again then, you know, I don't really see what's what's going to happen. This one's going to be quick. Dame, shut up. I, you don't know me. Um, I don't I don't know you, but I'm expressing myself openly. Dude, enough with the interviews, man. If you want to if you want to get traded, if you want to leave, just uh, request a damn trade, man. You're out here saying, I want to win. I want to stay in Portland. All this, you know, I don't want to run from the grind. I don't want to join super teams. We don't care. Just, 
You, dude, just try something, man. Like, the team has shown that up until now when they, you know, they said that, hey, we're willing to trade uh, the pick of Scoot Henderson into something. This The front office has been very unserious about you and your future. You are old. You need to get a ring because we want you to get a ring. I want you to get a ring. I really do. You, you know, if anybody, they, if they're like, uh, if there was a list of top five players who deserve rings right now, you would be on that list along with Derrick Rose and probably Chris Paul and Westbrook and someone else. You know, I can't think. I'm getting so sick and tired of Dame just mouthing off. And, you know, it. I wonder if you're doing this because you like the media attention. And I'm not saying, I'm, I'm not, I don't mean this in a bad way, but I'm saying that, you know, these like in the same way like LeBron kind of, you know, he almost feels a need to do things and keep his name in the media sometimes because he he likes it. You know, that's, you know, it is what it is. But, dude, if you want to win, just say, I'm sticking, I'm staying in Portland. Uh, I'm going to win here and leave it at that. And if you want to get, a, if you want to request a trade, don't go on interviews and say, "Oh, you know, maybe I want to leave" or something like that. If you want to, re- if you want to leave, just go to the front office and say, "I can't do this anymore. Send me somewhere." And ring chase. That's cool. You know, you still got you. Still, I think you still got a good couple years on you. And get out of there, man. We we just I, I'm I don't want to listen to it. We get it. We get it. Now, to switch things up, and yes, I know my voice has changed because this story gets funnier and funnier the more I think about it. Zion Williamson, you need to sort yo out. You need to sort yourself out, boy. And this is getting out of hand. And because for for those that don't know, Two weeks ago, Zion, or yeah, about two weeks ago, Zion Williamson posts a photo with a woman uh, at a gender reveal party celebration thing. So, uh, first and foremost, Zion Williamson, congratulations! Uh, you know, congratulations on being a father is a big deal. Good for you, man. I'm happy for you. It's, it's a it's a big step, and you know, congratulations. The fallout from this has been a uh, an adult model with a body of work, to say the least. And I'm not I'm not mocking her. I'm just I'm just saying I'm having fun with this. You know I'm allowed to have fun with this. Um, she has been on a rant and a tear on Twitter, tweeting at Zion that a bunch of you know a bunch of things. So the story goes that Zion was fooling around with this. Moira or Mariah Mills or whatever, you know, uh, who is an, you know, adult model. And he's been, uh, Zion's been fooling around with her. Whatever. That's cool. Do what you want. Uh, this woman is now claiming that Zion made a bunch of promises to her, saying he's going to move her out to New Orleans. They're going to live together. They're going to start a relationship. And, uh, then it turns out that Zion, well, according to this, uh, this this model that Zion cheated on her with the woman that he's now having a child with, who also has a body of work allegedly. 
So, uh, yeah, that's where Zion is right now. The r- most recent update is that this woman threatened to release video evidence. I'm putting this in quotation marks. Video evidence of herself and Zion. And she said, I will release these tapes if New Orleans does not trade you. Blackmail. It's blackmail. That, let's call it what it is, people. This is It's revenge porn, and it's blackmail, and it's disgusting. So now she's been banned from Twitter. So Zion, and now Zion is losing, um, he's losing credibility in the uh, the Pelicans and also starting to lose credibility in the league because Zion has only played about a third of his career. And when he has played, he is easily a top 10 player. This dude for his career shoots 26 points on 60% shooting. That is ridiculous. Like no, that that is li- like no one's done that. No one has done that, like ever. Like the people who shoot sixty percent in their career have only averaged about fifteen points, and this dude is he's doing averaging eleven more than that. He is a dominant force, and he's so fun to watch. But he hasn't been healthy, and a you know now we're seeing that a reason he hasn't been here is because he's been. His personal business has been, you know, uh, he's been losing his legs. If you know what that means, you know what that means. So now, I think, now the question is, should Zion get traded? In my opinion, yes. I think he should. But two th- I can also have two thoughts. Two things can be right in my mind. I think they should, I think they should trade him. That's what I think they should do. What I think will happen is that I think they will give it one more year to let Zion get in shape, to let Zion come back. After that year, if nothing happens, then they trade him. I think they should trade him immediately because this is bad publicity for the Pelicans now. When Zion was healthy, they were the third seed, and when he got injured, they slipped all the way down to 10? Yep. They slipped all the way down to the 10th seed. And then lost the play-in game as well. Yeah, they lost the play-in game. So you went from a th- they went from a third seed with Zion. Then he gets injured. Then they missed the playoffs entirely. They play one play-in game. They needed to win two. Uh, yeah, they needed to win the two, but they couldn't even win. They couldn't win one. You know, that they, they were dead. And also on a personal note, Zion, bro, you've got a, you've got a kid coming. This you got it sorted out because this woman is on a rampage sp- speaking your name out. People on the internet are throwing your name out and trolling you. Dude, my parents are laughing about you. And, you know, like I said, I say this all the time when I talk to players or when I talk about players and their problems. They don't know me. They don't know my family. But we're allowed to joke about it. Zion, please get in shape. I want you to get back into shape because you're so fun to watch. You are so great. You, you I, at your best, you, I think at your best, you are, your ceiling is an MVP slash champion. You can actually win an MVP. That's how good you are. I gen, that's how good you are. You can win the MVP of the league, you know? Out of all the, the 400, 500 players, only one of those guys gets that award. I think you can be that one guy. Now, 
you're losing, and I'm not surprised by this, but you're losing your teammates because they're out here grinding and trying to stay afloat with the thought that we're waiting for Zion, and it turns out you are out here getting freaky with adult models and cheating and making false promises and all that stuff. Dude, that's not... <laughs> I get, you know, the end, listen, celebrity life is nice, I can imagine. I'm, I'm not a celebrity. I've never been near that. I can imagine that celebrity life is nice. You know, you get to have all these women around you. You get to have all these luxurious activities and people around you. But you also got a job to do. You can't be out here getting... Here's what I will say as well. You can't be out here getting freaky deaky while also not playing. If you were playing and the stuff comes out, we would look at it a lot differently because you are still playing. You are not playing. You missed the whole season. You missed oh well, you missed a lot of this season. Then you missed the whole of last season. Then you only then you played like I want I think close to sixty games the previous season. In the four years of your career, you haven't played many games. I'll be honest, you haven't played many games at all. So you need to get back, get back healthy. You need to slim down. You need to get back onto the court and show us that all these trade talks about you is BS. Show the world that I'm tired of everyone throwing my name around and I want, I'm going to show you guys why I was a number one pick. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to push my stock. I'm going to push my stock all the way up and no one's going to be messing around my name. That's what I want you to do. Zion, in the words of Chris Prasad, I believe in you. Thank you all for listening to the end podcast. I guess I'll leave it at that. Uh, more stuff is going to come out. I'm going to start recording. I'm going to do a lot more podcasts in the next couple of weeks. So, uh, you know, be on the lookout for that. Anyway, thank you guys for listening to the end podcast. I've been Nisan Naidu. Uh, like this podcast, share this podcast, follow me on Twitter at Nice Meister, and I'll see you guys next time.